Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and today I'm doing a shorter form Ask Benny episode where I'll just be by myself this time. And today's topic is flashcards and how I import my tutor's notes into them. So I've kind of dived into this in uh, various forms in uh, different episodes, but to to walk you through it like step by step, essentially, when I am talking to my language tutor, I make sure that all new vocabulary that they are presenting me, I make sure that they're aware. I really want them to type it into the chat. They may say it to me, I'm I'm not that great at writing notes based on things that they say. I might make it the spelling wrong. Um, and I may not have understood exactly like every syllable. So I always make sure important new vocabulary that they're writing that down for me and that, that is agreed upon ahead of time. And this way I don't have the extra step of taking notes during my uh, language tutor sessions. I mainly want to be focused on conversing in that moment. <clears throat> I don't want to be bogged down with uh, taking notes and remembering like losing my train of thought, as it were, because I'm trying to remember the word they just said while I'm also thinking of my response. So if I'm paying a tutor, then it's fair for me to request that they do that extra work and they type out those words. So at the end of the language lesson, I'm going to have a lot of words. Hopefully, um, depending on the teacher, if the teacher speaks English, they may add in a translation for me. If they don't, it's not the end of the world. I could always just... Uh, save myself a little bit of time, maybe copy and paste the list into Google Translate. It won't give me the exact right translations, but it'll give me an idea and I'll remember, oh yeah, no, no, it wasn't that word, but it was this uh, close word to, to that one. And if it doesn't help me, I might just paste it into a dictionary. But this way, I have all of those source words. And then I open up a Google Sheet. You can do this in Excel or an open office document, whatever you like, but Google Sheet is just the easiest one. Um, especially because I'm traveling and I use different computers and whatever. So just have the one place I can go to. And in that Google sheet, I have two columns. One column is the target language. The other column is the translation into my mother tongue, which is English. So I'll go through one by one, add in what came up in that language lesson after the lesson. And I do make sure in my calendar that I don't have something immediately after one of my language lessons. Like if my lesson ends at five o'clock, I don't have another call at five o'clock. I would always have some kind of a buffer zone that the next thing that I absolutely have to do is at 5.30. So I have this little window and I make sure that there's some time to process what happened in my language lesson uh, right after it. And part of that includes adding these things to my vocabulary database. So I'll go in, add each individual term. Um, typically for a half an hour language lesson, I might have 20 new terms that come up, uh, depending on my language level, of course. Uh, I won't necessarily add absolutely everything. There might be words that I feel are a little too obscure, that were too specific to exact conversations we are having. So on the fly, I might decide... Yeah, it's fine if I don't know that word. I'm using the Pareto principle. I'm deciding what's the 20% of these that's going to give me 80% of the results. So I move forward with that philosophy. 
and I keep adding them in to one column as the target language, one column as the translation, and that's the process at the end of each one of my lessons. And then after, let's say, a month of this, depending on how often I'm doing lessons, if I get to somewhere between one and 200 terms in one Google Sheet, I feel like that's just enough for me to make its own uh, Anki deck or to add it to a current deck. So the next stage is to export these into your flashcard app of choice. So like I mentioned, Anki is my preference, but the process is quite similar for other apps, depending on which one you use. So what we do is you want to export this list that you've created. Now, if you downloaded it as something like an Excel file, this is only really something that can be opened by Excel. You want it to be openable by uh, something that is good at importing databases. So this is where you see an option on Google Sheets. If you click the file export, there's an option for a CSV file, comma separated. So this is a basic text document that is formatted in a very straightforward way that a lot of apps and programs can import that data directly. So just keep that in mind. You're exporting it as a CSV file. And then the next thing that I would do is I have uh, Anki synchronized between my phone and my computer. So I have the one login and I find this process is a lot easier to do on my computer. Uh, even though I'm studying on my phone pretty much all the time, I'm usually importing on my computer and then synchronizing between my accounts. And Anki has an account system that you can set up and it's free. So yeah, I would be on my computer and then on the computer, I would click to import um, either a new deck or to import things into a current deck, deck being one collection of flashcards. So I would do that import and then I have this new system that I can study whenever I have downtime or sometimes I might schedule actual like flashcard studying time. And this is essentially the whole part of that process is once it's imported, then you're good. And it'll be the, the flashcard will use what's called a spaced repetition system. So as long as you're using it consistently, it will show you these words based on a frequency that you're most likely going to need it before you would forget it. So I like that because I'm I I don't want to add extra work to my load. I don't want to be thinking for uh, you know when people did this with physical flashcards, they would have to manually just like put the card in one place and try to remember the, how they're holding these stacks or something. I just literally see the word and I decide in the moment was that easy or hard uh, based on a scale of one to four, and then I click that uh, as I remember or don't remember the answer. And I mean, some words, I won't see them again for a whole year even, but I'm getting that repetition and it means I'm more likely to remember these words. And that is essentially it. That is the process from start to finish from when I'm having my lesson with a tutor to how it gets into my flashcard system. I hope that makes sense. This was answering a question one of you guys had sent me. Uh, so you can send me these questions by um, messaging me and following me on my social media. So I'm Irish Polyglot on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. So all of those and, you know, I'm all, I'm all the other ones as well. Just do a search for Benny Lewis or Fluent in Three Months. You'll find me 
uh, with uh, multiple different accounts, different languages and all that. And I love to hear from you guys. I might respond to you directly, might make a post on those social media, or I might do what I'm doing right now and give you guys a dedicated podcast episode. So I hope you found that useful. And until the next time, I wish you a very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Katie Pascoe, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening and happy language learning.